coach Dave Rose with us now courtside. Coach, uh, post-game thoughts on uh, on what went down tonight? Well, I, I thought it was a really uh, competitive game. Both teams playing really hard. I thought that, uh, you know, uh, both I thought both teams had a pretty good game plan, a lot of adjustments during the game. Uh, you know, it basically comes down to, you know, a few more plays, one end or the other. But St. Mary's is really good at what they do, and they just stay with it and stay with it. And, you know, we tried uh, three or four different guys, three or four different ways, and Jock ended up with basically the same night he had, at, you know, at our place. And uh, I just wish that uh, we'd make him – you know, make shots from 10, 12 feet instead of from three or four feet. And, and the issue is trying to figure out how to keep him from getting there. And, you know, sometimes it seems like you, you're playing the game exactly by the rules, and then he just buries you, and, and then the next thing you know, he's right at the front of the rim. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I think that uh, there's opportunities there where, you know, maybe you could slow him down if we'd get a call or two, you know, and it's just you just don't. And then seems like on the other end that, uh, you know, guys get a little bit confident in their ability to move the defender out of the way. And and so uh, then things don't work out for you on that end like you wanted to. And it's frustrating. It's, it's a frustrating thing. I, we got to just keep our guys together and fighting hard and competing because, you know, th- th- this was a everything said, play the game again, make three or four more shots that are wide open that we're, we're very capable of making you got to do it to beat this team. I mean, you, you can't let them off the hook when you get that opportunity. And that seems to be, uh, you know, what we're looking at because of the fact that defensively it's really hard to shut these guys down. It's, it's a way better offensive team than they've ever had. I mean, this is a really good offensive team. And and Anar and, and, Lock, and uh, Jock are two dudes that uh, just really get it. And they play together. And, you know, it's not very often that a big guy – Gets the ball in the post, throw it back out, gets it back again on, you know, three, maybe four times in the same possession, the ball's thrown back to them because they know how, they, how to win. They know who where their bread and, and, and butter is, and uh, it makes it tough on us. As good as Jock is, right, if not automatic around the rim, ironically, it's one of his longest shots of the season, a 21-footer in the second half, his first and only three of the year that ends up being, you know, maybe maybe the key play of the game. The yeah, big, the and big we play just missed night. a wide-open shot on that end. Yeah, and, off the OB. Know, yep. And he may get so. But that's how you win. I mean, that's what, that's what you know, good teams do. And, you know, I, I think that uh, I feel, you know, I feel bad for our guys because they competed hard, played hard. Yeah, we executed the game plan in a lot of ways, but we just didn't come up with a win. So that's kind of discouraging. But the guys will get, on, get home and we'll uh, get ready for Saturday. Coach, a couple things about uh, some adjustments that you made. Got a lot of open shots by slipping those ball screens. Just talk about uh, the thoughts there, and uh, it really scored early in both halves uh, doing that. Yeah, well, they, they, they hedge really hard, which means they come out on that ball screen and get two on the ball. Anytime we get two on the ball, we want to get the ball out of that guy's hands, and then you get into rotation. And So uh, we're slipping this thing, and it's kind of a short roll, just so it's, it's an easy pass. Uh, and then, you know, then you have an advantage because the two behind you are guarding the one guy, and then you should have an ability to find somebody that's open. And, and we did that a lot. And we had little four-footers, had a couple layups, hit the corner a couple times for threes, and, uh, you know, had uh, opportunities to, to make them pay for putting two on a ball. Coach, we didn't talk about it in pregame at all because uh, we really didn't know what you'd see tonight from Yoli Childs. But uh, 
I'm sure you're pretty proud of the fact that he uh, put 26 minutes out there for you, scored 14 points, 6 of 10 from the field on a day where he wasn't feeling well, didn't shoot around, and uh, was kind of a question mark coming into tonight. Yeah, he did. He he uh, he competed. He It was a good 26 minutes. You know, you end up with five fouls, and a lot of that is trying to figure out how, you know, how to guard that guy down there. And, uh, you know, they came right out, right at him, and we were hanging on the, the three-point shooters, you know, because we, we, we thought that, uh, you know, that was – that would be the difference in the game if they hit, you know, 9, 10, 11 threes. That, that would be the, the key to them winning. And so we just wanted to do our best, you know, without bringing a second guy or a third guy. And he, he got rolling really early, and I think that gave him a lot of confidence. Second half we started Luke, and then they just, you know, blew blew the whistle and called yeah. six fouls in the first three minutes. So Literally. Then yeah. they didn't call any more fouls for about 12 minutes. It, it, it was, was 13 minutes without a foul against you. Quite interesting. It was that. We'll take a break. Closing comments from Coach Rose next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. St. Mary's 75 and BYU 62, our final score here at McEwen Pavilion in Moraga, California. Greg Grubel, Terry Nash of courtside. Coach Dave Rose with us for a moment or two before they get out of here and uh, get back to Provo. Pacific coming to town on Saturday night. So, Coach, uh, St. Mary's wins its 15th straight game tonight. That ties a, a program record. They're ranked in the top 20 for a reason. As you mentioned a moment ago, their best offensive team you think you've seen here since you've been in the league, probably. Yeah, I, I think that uh, you know they do such a good job of keeping you spread out, and then that allows them to you know get four on the perimeter, and then you got the, the one big fella inside, and they've always had a really good post guy uh, you know, since we've been playing them here in this league, and but this kid's the best. I mean, he's uh, he's as good as they've had. And uh, like I said, I, I, I just hope that, you know, if we play him again, we get another shot at him, that we can figure out a way to actually make him make, you know, 10, 12-foot shots instead of getting those things right at the front of the rim. Coach, let's talk about the quick turnaround. Uh, what will you do with this game? Move on, go to Pacific. Uh, you got an opportunity to get this bad taste out of your mouth really quickly, but a challenging uh, quick turnaround. Yeah, we we, uh, we spent so much time, you know, in the last three or four days on St. Mary's. I think it's time to put St. Mary's, to, you know, aside. And uh, we played them twice in the first half of the league. And, uh, you know, that's you know, that's just uh, you know, kind of the luck of the draw as far as the uh, schedule is concerned. But uh, now we'll attack the second half of this league you know and go after it and uh and we got to we got to play the zags twice in the second half so that'll be a real challenge for us but this game on saturday you know it was a real physical battle over there and uh, you know we didn't we didn't really uh respond as well as i thought we could to the physicality and i thought we fit, responded really well to the physicality in this game i thought we responded really well to the physicality of the san diego game last week and so uh, hopefully we'll do a better job against Pacific on Saturday. Interesting tonight, Coach, as a, as a coach. Uh, you, you probably don't know this, but LMU Pepperdine, uh, they foul up three, four seconds to go and end up losing the game. Made the first, missed the second, kicked it out, and uh, shot the three. That's what all the coaches fear. You can't lose if you uh, don't foul. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about that? What's your philosophy <laughs> late? Well, I, I think we've... We've come to the point that, you know, inside of, uh, you know, five or six seconds we'll probably foul. But other than that, you know, we won't. But uh, it's it's nerve-wracking no matter, you know, well, what what you're doing because you, you're, you're almost convinced for sure the guy's going to make the three. Um, and uh, you don't want him to, so you try to foul him. Then you're worried about fouling the guy in the act of shooting. I mean, it's, it's – uh, 
It's probably way easier just to win by five or six and <laughs> not have to worry about it. Another data point that you don't want yeah. out there when yeah. you lose the game when you're up three. Oh, my goodness. Under I, four I, can't, I can't imagine how Mike feels. I mean, and, and, you know, the funny thing about it is he won a game last Thursday just as crazy the opposite tr- yeah. thing on San Francisco. So, you know, that's why these things are on TV and that's why people watch because you don't really know what's going to happen. Well, you're at the Midway Point of League, uh, Coach, and a lot of time and opportunity to make some moves here in the back half. All right. Let's do it.